new iPhone 14, no mini, but another Max, iPhone 14 Pro and iPhone 14 Pro Max, no iPhone flip or fold, at least not this year, but maybe an iPhone SE 3 or two and a half, something. I'm Renee Ritchie, YouTube says 70% of you watching still aren't subscribed, so hit that button and bell so we can make the absolute best community in tech together. First up, literally, as in as soon as this spring, new iPhone SE, Kinda. Not the same big leap forward as the iPhone 5S based SE in 2016 to the iPhone 8 based SE in 2020, because only two years later and not four. So maybe more of a small diagonal step to the side. Same iPhone 8 enclosure, but new A15 processor and Qualcomm 5G modem. Probably the same X60 that's in the iPhone 13, because it's just way, way more efficient than the previous model. And if this is the way Apple's really going, they're going to need it. The iPhone SE 2 was already challenged when it came to battery life. So unless Apple amps up the capacity, they're really going to need to amp up the chip efficiency, that and an updated single camera system. Now, as much as some home button lovers will be ecstatic that Apple is holding on to that design at least one generation longer, there are going to be fans of the more modern design desperate for Apple to move the SE onto like the iPhone 10R or 11 platform full screen, no face ID, touch ID in the power button. And I would absolutely love to see that. I'm just not sure we're gonna see that anytime soon. Then yes, iPhone 14. I know it seems like it's been leaking for years already, but that's mostly been the pro, which I'll get to in a minute. The regular 6.1 inch iPhone 14, we actually don't know that much about yet, except that it's still gonna be OLED, still have a notch, and almost certainly debut Apple's next generation silicon, the A16 maybe still bionic. And if so, that'll show us how truly happy Apple is with that architecture. Now the A16 should move to TSMC's four or three nanometer process. Again, those aren't actual physical sizes, just marketing terms. But either way, that'll help with both efficiency and performance, depending on how Apple chooses to spend or save on that new transistor budget. Maybe ARM V9 too, but I continue to believe that's more about ARM catching up to Apple Silicon than helping push Apple any further it should at least give us a boost to vector, which still could be all shades of interesting depending on where Apple takes their neural engines next. And also a better image signal processor, ISP, to improve everything from smart HDR to cinematic mode in video and whatever else Apple wants to throw at the camera this year. And will all these new flagships come in September the way they have most years? Will they get pushed back to October the way they have some years? November the way they did in 2020? I guess it really depends if this is 2022 or 2020. Two, although given their druthers and their financials, I think Apple's always gonna wanna ship as close to the end of September as inhumanly possible. Sadly, the iPhone mini sounds like it's two and done, R-I-P, D-E-D, at least for now. Twitter and tech YouTube, turns out, just aren't a viable enough market, especially when that cheap and small market has been split this time between the SE and the mini instead of one model that encompasses both cheap and small. But who knows? I mean, beyond Tim Jaws and Cayenne, who obviously know, Apple may experiment with that segment again in the future. This time though, instead, reports point to a lower cost Max, a non-pro Max, an amateur Max. Instead of a 5.4 inch iPhone 14 mini, there'll be a 6.7 inch iPhone 14 Maxi. Max, which should legit be terrific for anyone and everyone who wants or needs that bigger display who uses their iPhone as a primary computing device, who wants that bigger battery, but does not want that bigger pro price tag, especially with that more efficient A16 chipset and next generation Qualcomm X65 5G modem. They'll have their supersized long battery life cake 
but not have to pay quite so much for it too. And I know some people are also hoping that Apple will bring 120 hertz ProMotion to the non-pro, to the regular lineup, but it's not 120 hertz regular motion and never say never, but so far Apple's kept that as one of the big value adds, the big perks for the pro lineups, whether it's the iPhone Pro or the iPad Pro or the MacBook Pro. And it's just really hard to see Apple changing that until there's even something better to help distinguish, differentiate the pros, like 240 hertz ProMotion, because the human eye probably peaks out at 480 hertz, so we're really still only at the beginning of this. And that differentiation probably won't come from flipping or folding, I mean, eventually, but Apple's been working on hinged phones since at least 2011 and proper folding OLED phones for the last couple of years, but they apparently still don't think the technology is just anywhere nearly ready for prime time. They've certainly had the equivalent of the Galaxy Folds and Flips 1, 2, and 3 in their labs in testing. They're just gonna keep them there in those labs in testing until they think they've got something durable and affordable enough to ship to mainstream customers to the hundreds of thousands of people who buy iPhones every year. And it sure doesn't sound like that's an iPhone 14 flipper fold, at least nowhere nearly yet. So iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max, well, there are still plenty of slips twixt a leak and a ship. But so far, what we're hearing is that instead of stainless steel rails, Apple might go with titanium to help reduce the weight added by that extra battery. Also, a hole punch instead of a notch with the infrared camera, the flood illuminator, the dot projector, all of that buried beneath the display and only the RGB camera remaining, just staring back at us in that place we dare not look. And for sure, that'll go in display as well at some point when it can better shoot between the OLED subpixels, at least enough for machine learning to really correct for it, but not today. And as to in-display fingerprint, the reader that's been rumored for years now it's really hard to say what the status of that is because Apple's been working on an acoustic system and has access to Qualcomm's ultrasonic patents, which should just be way, way better than the optical fingerprint reader some other vendors have been using. But at this point, I don't need anything fancy. I would settle, absolutely settle for an iPad Air style touch ID and the power button as well. Give it to me now. The camera system is reportedly getting a literal big upgrade this year to a 48 megapixel sensor. That'll give us 8K video as well as 4X binned 16 megapixel photos with even more light thanks to merging those slightly larger than some of their parts 4X cells. Maybe better zoom as well to match the macro mode we got in the 13, although a true periscope zoom sounds like it's still another year away. Also a bump up to eight gigabytes of memory to support all that new camera goodness, that 8K ProRes video maybe which might also need a two terabyte version to record that, I don't know, what would it be? 12 to 24 gigabyte per minute of footage? I don't even wanna know because I suck at on-camera math almost as much as I suck at coding. And yes, physics, quantum mechanics, game theory, cryptocurrency, and so much more. But luckily for all of us, for all of that, there's today's sponsor, Brilliant. So whether you wanna brush up on a few topics, learn something completely new, Brilliant's got you, including everything on algorithms and machine learning, neural networks, so you can be part of that next generation of iPhones, of computational photography, of apps. And they've even got this brand new, totally revamped logic course that helps open your mind so you can look at problems in a whole new way, then go hands-on and solve them yourself. And would that everyone who argues so always on social media just be required to go to this course, especially with the holiday season in full swing, and New Year on its way, you can give the gift of Brilliant to any of the more ambitious learners in your life, including and especially yourself. And right now, because you're watching this video, 
the first 200 of you click on the link in the description or go to brilliant.org slash Tony Ritchie will get 20% off Brilliant's annual premium subscription. Just click on the button on the screen or go to brilliant.org slash Tony Ritchie. Clicking on that button really, really helps out the channel. And so does hitting up this playlist for more, much more on everything Apple has coming our way in 2022. Just hit up that playlist and I'll see you in the next video.